You do not have to suffer silently or alone. 1212 Ministries has resources available to your church so that you can get plugged in and find community. No matter what stage of this journey you're in, we want to equip the church to come alongside of you and support you as you navigate this season. Please reach out to 1212 Ministries to learn more about how your church can get connected. Know that you're not by yourself. You have people that love you. You have people that are praying for you. You have people that want the absolute best for you. But even in those quiet moments, when you feel alone, you're not because your creator is there with you and he loves you too. Hey friends, welcome to the Purpose Beyond Motherhood podcast. Together we are using our voices to walk alongside women navigating infertility and motherhood. I'm Holly and I'm so happy you're tuning in today. Hey friends, and I'm Nicole. Let me tell you a little bit about 1212 Ministries and why this podcast exists. 1212 Ministries creates a safe space for emotional restoration, physical healing, and spiritual discipleship for women who have or are experiencing infertility. We want to share hope in the hard things and encourage you to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Our heart behind this podcast is to make sure that no woman walks this journey alone. Welcome to the Purpose Beyond Motherhood podcast. episode of the Purpose Beyond Motherhood podcast. Happy New Year. We have missed you guys and just so glad to be back in the recording house. It's just, yes. it's been a minute. And so, um, Holly, how was your holiday? Hey, girl, it was good. I feel like this was a quick, like a fast Christmas. Like it was a yeah. accelerated speed this year. What about you? Yes. Yeah. Same thing. It was a little tiring, but I'm I'm just I'm glad that the holidays are over and I'm just like ready and expectant to what the Lord is going to do this season. Do you have a word? Yes. Do you have a word? Like what is your word for 2023? You know, I feel like my word for this year and kind of the end of last year was established. Like I feel like the Lord is just okay. wanting me to remember that he's established me, like where I'm sitting, where he's placed me okay. um, as a mom. You know, that's mine. I saw I, yours. What is yours? I know I saw it. And, yeah, is a restoration. I and love it. The Lord is so kind in that. And my verse, I'm going to probably butcher this, Joel 2.25, I think it is, about, yes. yeah. That, that is my verse and just restoration is my word. So again, I'm expectant. I'm excited for what he's going to do this year. So I love it. Like we said, happy new year, friends. And we've got a guest today. <laughs> love, <laughs> love this. You guys are like, what? Do they have a guest? We have a guest. And Sarah Surprise. Is I know. Surprise. We're just so excited, you guys, in full transparency. Okay. Sarah, love her. She was in a Bible study support group that we did, mm. but also she's just amazing. Her heart for the Lord. Okay, in her heart for her family is just in her heart for God's people is just is so amazing. And she's super wise. Um, She's just got this really awesome career and just like killing the game. She's going to (laughs) share all about her things. But I just wanted to hype her up really quick because she really is so wonderful. And she made this like Facebook post. And I was like, Holly, we need Sarah on the podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so, oh, awesome. so glad that she's here and we're just going to kind of dig into that, but I'm going to get out of the way and just Sarah. Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Holly. I'm glad hey, to girl. be here with you ladies today. We are so glad that you're here. Okay, Sarah, tell us a little bit about you and just, you know, what the Lord is doing. Cool. Um, well, um, I'm Sarah. Uh, my name is Sarah Heath. I am 40 years old. I'm happily married to a wonderful husband. Um, we have one daughter in heaven, and we are currently awaiting our next miracle. Um, we'll learn more about that journey along the way. Um, but for work, I have a few different personalities. I serve as marketing director for uh, two local firms, Walton CPA and your payroll department. And they serve and support local businesses with a variety of services. So it's a lot of fun to work for work for small businesses and serve small businesses and nonprofits too. And then um, I have a fun little side gig called Red Dog Custom Designs, where we do customized t-shirts, branded apparel, and personalized gifts. So I have I keep I keep busy. Um, I, it's named Red Dog Custom Designs after my dog, who's a Vishla. Um, her name is Ember, and she's a lot of fun and adds a lot wow. of energy and joy to our lives. Wow, you got a lot going on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're blessed in a lot of ways. We have that's there's, amazing. There's always, always something to do. Never a dull moment. I love that. That's so cool. That is so cool. Okay, Sarah, so do you have a word for 2023? Has the Lord dropped something in your heart? I was thinking about that and I don't actually I haven't like sat down and like done the exercise to to come up with a word. So if I just came up with one just straight out of the blue, when you yeah. ladies were talking about that, uh, the word that came to me was miracles. Hmm. Oh, come on. Good. Yes. So we are we are ready Amen. to receive. Yes. Well, this yes. Facebook post that you made, sweet, sweet, sweet Sarah, um, just really starting off with Matthew six thirty three, which is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. What does, what does that verse first just mean, mean to you and just where you are in your journey? It's, it's a reminder of who's driving the bus who's in control and what, when we, when we're in these different seasons of life, when we're looking for what's next, looking for what to do, looking for direction, looking for peace, looking for comfort, looking for help, whatever it might be that we're looking for. And this happens a lot this time of year where we sit down and say, what do I want and what do I need and what do I want to achieve? It was just a good reminder for me when I came across that verse to say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What is right to him? What is good to him? And then all of these things will be added unto you. So if we if we take the time and effort to include the Lord in our goal setting, invite Mm -hmm. him to that conversation, invite him to that table and say, Lord, you know the desires of my heart, but you determine my steps. Yes. I want to know and I want to seek what you want for me and where you want me to go in this year, in this season, in this journey. Mm-hmm. Then that only not provides, it provides so much help and direction because he provides that when we seek it and we ask for it. But it provides peace in that process, too. And I really I can speak to that. And I found that that when I acknowledge and surrender that, God, you're in control and I want what you want for me, 
then it takes away a lot of my anxiety and fear Mm -hmm. around, is this ever going to happen? Or is this ever going, am I ever going to achieve this goal? I don't know the answers to that yet, but I know God has it in control. And that gives a lot more peace than all of the feeling that we experience when we feel out of control. That is so good. That, that is something that I have been thinking about the last like week. Um, we're prepping for another embryo transfer and I have, it's funny to see how much you change in like a year or however long your journey has been and just how you can, you can manpower that as much as you want, but the results are not a reflection of your power. They're a reflection of his. So whatever it looks like, Mm. it's not a report card of you. It's his glory. Like I've heard someone say my glory. No, no, no. His glory, (laughs) my story, his glory. Um, And that's, I thought about that while you were talking. Like, I feel like you have chosen to give him the glory, even when it doesn't make sense. And even when it's hard. And I think that's amazing, Sarah. I've seen some things lately. This is choose happiness. Like Mm. for, for those of us who've experienced loss and know, know that kind of grief or just have been on, a fertility journey for so long in I, or whatever struggle people may be facing in their own individual lives. Happiness isn't always a choice. So true. Because sometimes you just feel sad or you just feel bad or you just feel disappointed or you, there's a lot of, a lot of things. But what I think is a choice is feeling gratitude. Mm. That can be a yeah. choice. Um, and feeling hopeful can be a choice. Um, and that can help open doors to, to other emotions that will help you cope with feeling sad or feeling disappointed or feeling frustrated that, that are only natural feelings that come along in this journey, but choosing to take a moment and find gratitude for what the Lord is doing for you, what he has done for you in this past year, knowing that you have an embryo that you're getting ready to transfer that's a miracle. That's a gift. Totally. That you have a team of doctors and nurses that are on your side, that you have a support system of wonderful women and family members and people that care about you, that we have medicines that are able to support our bodies in this process. You know, yes. I, the shots are not fun, no. but I'm, gosh, I'm so grateful for them. Right. Yes. Amen. <laughs> totally. Anytime I I, you know, people will post videos of like doing their shots and stuff. And I'm like, but if we didn't have that, like, I don't, like if we lived in Bible times, I would, I believe the Lord can do it regardless, but I would not have a baby like at this stage of whatever my body's doing. I wouldn't have one if it was back then. So it's just like, I'm so thankful. I love that thinking. That's good. good. Hey, so many things Sarah, would be different said, in Bible times. Right? In Bible yeah, times. I mean, I know. oh my gosh, God bless Literally. <laughs> what were you going to say, Sarah? Nicole? Something I want to pull. I want to pull out really quick that you said is just um, earlier about inviting God in and inviting mm-hmm. God to kind of sit with us and just like help us with with what we're doing, what our goals are, and things like that. But just you know, just guessing. What if the average person doesn't know what that means or or how to do that? What does that look like for you? How to invite some invite the Lord in? into what you're doing and making him the CEO of your life? That's a great question. And um, it's very valid because I think a lot of people may not know 
how to do that or just struggle with having that conversation with the God of all the universe. How do I ask him for what he wants for me? But maybe spend a little time with yourself and just acknowledge that there is that higher power, the one who created you. He loves you and he wants wonderful things for you. And he wants to have a relationship with you. That's what God wants the rest through faith is, is the relationship, which is a two-way street with any relationship. Mm-hmm. And maybe if someone's never sat down and thought about that before, he is more powerful than we are. He is smarter than we are. He is um, more capable than we are. So all of those things, if we acknowledge that, and everything that we do have comes from him. So everything that I have achieved in my career and my life and all of those things, it's because he he gave that to me and he allowed that for this home that we live in. It's because of him and the work that he's done in my life to prepare me to receive these blessings. So if, if you're sitting down and you want to set some goals this year and you do have goals for yourself, that's always a good thing. Have a vision, have a goal, set those things down. But when you're having those conversations with yourself of what do I want this year? Spend a little time in prayer, quiet reflection and say, God, what do you want for me? How would you like for me to go about approaching this situation? And listen and just pay attention and just open that door of a conversation to say and and surrender. Even if just by saying, God, I want what you want for me. That's huge because Mm -hmm. saying that I want you to be the Lord of my life. I want you to be the CEO of my home and my family. He will swoop in and take control if you allow that. And it's only human nature for us to try and take it back sometimes (laughs) and say, no, I want to do this or I wanted it to go this way. And I want, I wanted to have control over this. So it's even a constant conversation going, okay, check back in. How are we doing? Am I listening to you? And do I have my eyes and ears open for what you're saying to me, not only through the Holy Spirit, but through the people that I trust that you've placed in my life to guide and support me? So pay a little attention. Um, Acknowledge your role because we don't just do nothing. (laughs) We do have to do things, right? We do have responsibilities. (laughs) Um, We're the COO, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, but, but we have to acknowledge that he is more powerful. He is more capable and he wants amazing things for us. So, uh, there's also that verse that, um, he can, uh, he wants more, more than you ask, think, or imagine mm-hmm. according to his power. That's what he's capable of giving you. So let's not limit what he's capable of giving us. Yeah. <clears throat> Was that it's Ephesians 3.20? I think it was Ephesians 3.20 that he can give right. us more, yeah. more than we ever ask or imagine. Amen. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Holly, what you got? I know you have something for us. I, I don't even know, y'all. I just thought she's so calm. I was just like <laughs> listening, like sweet Sarah speak. Um, you know, I think just heading into 2023, I don't do resolutions I don't, this is going to sound so, I don't do like a food plan or something. I think one time in college, I like fasted caffeine, which was really bold. Um, but I think as an adult and now as a, as a wife and a mom, 
more than anything, I just want to make room for him. And I think Sarah mentioned that at at the start or someone did. I just want to make room for the Lord to move. I don't want to have distractions in the way. Nicole knows how ADD I can be. And I just am trying to really hone in on where he's called me and to not let myself be pulled in directions that are not going to bring him glory. So I think just making the space, setting the boundaries, prioritizing my time, all of that stuff is what I'm trying to focus in on more. Well, that's good. Because those are things that we can do to allow him more room. So those are our responsibilities because we can't allow the Lord to swoop in and do amazing things for us if we're not tuned into him or if we're doing that aren't in alignment with what's righteous and good and and in alignment with a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but yeah, then those are, those are maybe you have a, a, I think in in the world of business, we have goals and then we have objectives. The goal Mm -hmm. is this, the objectives are how the things that we're going to do to get to that goal. Right. So the goal is to lose 20 pounds. Our objective is have a daily workout, have a nutritional plan, et cetera, Mm -hmm. sleep every night, et cetera, et cetera. So the objectives are the things that we can do to contribute to the overall goal, but we're, the overall goal is ultimately the responsibility of the Lord. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's what I, even with IVF, I'm like at the end of the day, I've literally done everything in the natural that I can do. So now it's like, Lord, you hold this and I want it to work. Not because, I mean, I want to grow my family, but I also want his glory to be revealed through it. It's not just so I can have maternity photos and another nursery to decorate. It's because I want people to see him again answer. Even though my first daughter went to heaven, I don't want that to be what people remember, you know, and they don't because we have Kenley, but I just want his glory to be continuously revealed through my story, whatever that looks like in any situation. And and yeah. and that's kind of the hard part too, with especially with IVF, because gosh, there's so much on the line. Yes, this is this mm-hmm. is a big situation. And even my doctor told me when my initial consult with him, and um, we've we've done multiple rounds of IVF as well. Okay, so far no success, but our journey continues. Yes, um, and our we changed doctors after two okay. rounds, and the doctor I'm currently with, he acknowledged the fact that Sarah. You know, it's a very stressful environment to be in. It's a very stressful thing to do. And I was like, well, thank you for saying that. Yes. Like, thank you. Just yeah, a little louder for that. the people in the back. Yes. It's <laughs> like, it's really stressful. And he said, there's been clinical studies done. There's white papers published that show that the stress levels that a woman and a couple, but a woman experiences during um, fertility treatments like IVF are equivalent to the stress level that a cancer patient experiences. Oh, Wow. And I was like, you know what? I believe that. Um, because uh, obviously cancer is one of the most devastating and, st- and stressful things a person can go to go yes. through because you're trying to preserve life. You're trying to keep yeah. life going. Um, IVF is kind of contrasting because fertility treatments, we're trying to create life. We're trying to grow our family. We're trying to add uh, more people and, and see miracles done in a different way. Um so that's, it's, it's so stressful. And to be able to do all of those things, make all the appointments, eat all the foods, do all the shots, take all the vitamins, da, 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 everything to do. I slept, I bathed, I, I listened to my meditations. And, and then the big day comes of the transfer. 
and you're just waiting. And now we have that two week wait and it's brutal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That I'm realizing how many things I've blocked out from the last few times because I, I just didn't want to remember them. Like my, even my nurse, when I called to talk to her, I was like these headaches from estrogen. She was like, you don't remember this stuff. And I was like, no, I just have like, (laughs) I'm like, Lord, just take it away. Um, But I think with anything hard in life, some, I think a lot of times the Lord just wipes your brain because he knows if you remember the specifics, you wouldn't sign up for it again. (laughs) So I think that like in his kindness, he's like, let me just put this blanket over your brain. So we don't remember these things. And then when we get back into it, I'm like, oh, shoot. Yes. Yeah. Like bumper, like bumpers, like when you're bowling and you have bumpers, that's what he does to your (laughs) brain with a lot of it. I think, (laughs) I think he's like, oh, no, 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 they're not going to do that. We're going to just remember the good stuff. Well, and and then Um, you think about it in those times that are really bad, you know, those devastating moments when you get the news that you don't want to get or, or, you know, I mean, I've had those devastating moments too of failed transfers and, um, embryos that tested after a round and we had yes. no normal embryos to use and that round mm. was over. And that was probably yes. even more devastating because yeah. we don't know what do we do? Um, but yeah, softening those edges a little bit because he, he still wants you to focus on him. And so I, mean, true. I was there with you yes. in those moments yes, because you got through them and now look at where you are now, Holly. Yes. Yeah, those, those times were tough and those things hurt. Right. All those things, but I was there with you, and I'm gonna That's be good. with you. Again. Mm-hmm. So you can do it again. Yes, you are strong enough to do it again because number one, you've done it before. But he's also going to be there with you during that if you choose to do it again or whatever that next step of the journey is. Um, yeah, along the way. Yes. Wow, Amen. that's powerful. Yeah, soften the I edges you know, because we do know that in this fallen world we are going to have trouble. And that right. we can look to the one who brings us peace and comfort and just loves us so much. And so I, that was Amen. great. Thank you, Sarah. That was, welcome. she's so calm. Like, so I could l- just listen to her all day long. Both of you calm humans. I need that in my life. Um, well, Sarah, thank you. Like, thank you for sharing. Thank you for being honest and vulnerable and um, just showing more of what the Lord's taught you through this last year and what's coming in 2023. Um, Nicole, I know I'm supposed to close this, but I just, I I know, but I I really would love to ask Sarah one one, one last thing before you close because Sarah, just for um, our audience really quickly, just for Mm -hmm. the ladies or the families that are listening that just have, they're going through something, you know, and they are really looking forward to 2023. Um, just kind of, yeah. w- just what would you share? Just a word of encouragement, um, just to you know that listener who is is kind of having a tough time. They want to set all of these goals and they have all of these um, aspirations and things, but you know maybe they are lost a little bit in their relationship with the Lord. And so, just what would you say? Mm-hmm. Well, I've found through through this group through twelve twelve ministries that I'm not alone. And that's been a huge comfort to me to, to be open about sharing my story, be open about sharing the good times and the bad times, because that's been the most important thing for me to realize is that I'm not alone. It can be very isolating. It can be very hurtful to get different Mm -hmm. diagnosis and not know what to do. But 
to realize that I'm not the only one going through this, but I'm also not the only one who's ever been through it. You know, the Bible study that we did together um, went through all the ladies of the Bible, Sarah, Hannah, Rebecca, Elizabeth, all of the, the wonderful women, however many thousands of years ago, who were in the same shoes that we are in now. They were afraid. They were scared. They were unsure. They were devastated and didn't know where to turn next. But they turned to the Lord and the Lord was there for them. So if you turn to the Lord and just ask him to be there with you now, he will be there with you now. And I found that in in, in being a little brave and sharing my story it's allowed me this opportunity to encourage other people. And I think that's what God has kind of planned for me. And if you want to be open about it, be open about it. If you don't, don't. But if you feel like sharing with someone that you trust, I'm having a hard time because this is what I'm going through right now. Share with them so that they can encourage you. Get involved with uh, following 1212 Ministries because we'll be here to encourage you. Nicole and her team are just fantastic people and have a lot of great resources. Um, But I think just mostly know that you're not by yourself. You have people that love you. You have people that are praying for you. You have people that want the absolute best for you. But even in those quiet moments when you feel alone, you're not because your creator is there with you and he loves you too. So good. Yeah. So sweet. Thank you so much for that. I know that's going to bless so many women, what you just said. I hope that it does. I hope that it does. I really believe that it will. Sarah, you are a peaceful angel of a human. Thank you for talking with us. Thank you for sharing. Um, You are a blessing to us. Thanks Thanks for being our guest today.